You're listening to Third Eye Talks, a podcast for the spiritual junkie, with your host, certified life and spiritual coach, Naz Rose. Welcome back to Third Eye Talks. I am your host, Naz, your life and spiritual coach. And today is a super exciting day for me because I have my very first uh, client spotlight and it could not be a better guest. I mean, she's a wonderful client and I've enjoyed working with her so much. So, um, you know, this will be the first of, I hope, you know, several client spotlights because of this business um, that I'm in. It's not always possible to share, uh, you know, the stories of my clients, but, you know, my guest today was so kind to say, yeah, I want people to know what's going on and I want them to, you know, feel, um, perhaps less nervous about the process of hiring a coach or working with a coach. So without further ado, my guest, my wonderful client, Samantha Robinson. Hi, Sam. Say hi. hi. Thanks for having me. This is so exciting. Uh, no, you're so welcome. And I, and I, like I said, I couldn't have thought of a better guest because you're so open and you're so, um, you know, you've really taken on this, on this process of coaching so well. And I think that, you know, you're an ideal client to have. So I'm lucky to have you. Oh goodness. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, you know, today I want to get into, I, I'm obviously on this side of the chair, which is the coaching chair, right? So I don't always um, know too much in depth what the process is or what, um, you know, my clients go through before they even get in touch with me. So can you tell me a little bit about, you know, what brought you to looking for a coach and maybe for the listeners, like, what are some things that you were feeling that maybe they, um, they might be able to relate with? Okay. So I started, um, looking for, it it kind of, I kind of stumbled onto it, but it was 2021. We were all coming off of a really rough year. Um, you know, I had a newborn baby and it was a very isolated year of 2020 in the pandemic. And, um, right before that, it was like, I, my son was a twin. I lost the twin very early in the pregnancy, but it was just, and then the pandemic and it was just a very confusing, isolating time. Um, I have a very strong support system, but it might have been a lot of, you know, worrying about their feelings or getting told what I wanted to hear other than what I needed to hear. So with all that, I thought I was coping properly and these panic attacks started to come on uh, early in 2021. And it was, it just knocked me off my feet. I had never experienced anything like that before. I'm pretty self-sufficient when it comes to like managing my emotions and I'm open, like we said before. So it just really confused me. So I thought, Oh, I need to get more organized. I need to get better. I need to be better at life, which I thought I wasn't thinking about getting better emotionally. I was thinking about being better by being more 
you know, organized, more strategic. I, I, when I had first spoken to you, I said, I need kind of a prescription for what to do with life. <laughs> you were like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> so I, I had this idea in my head that, oh, a life coach, they're going to tell me how to live and I'm going to be better and feel better. Good, good. Yeah, that, that, I think that's a common uh, occurrence, right? For people to say, my life is out of control and I'm going to go and this person is going to make it, you know, fall in control. And so, you know, that, that's not that it's a misconception, but it's really a two person um, kind of you know, relationship, the, the coach is going to give you the methodologies, but it's up to the client to really do the work. And I think that's where you've really, you know, just been able to shine so well at it, but it's funny. I remember our discovery call, our very first call. And I remember you telling me like, I just need, you know, I don't know if I need like better lists. I don't know. I just need to get more organized. I need to like, you know, get everything under control And, and when we initially started, you know, my process is always like, tell me your stories, tell me where you're at, let me know, you know, where life is. And, and one of the things that I discovered through reading your natal chart and, you know, getting to know you was that a lot of what you have had to do was not actually get more in order, but rather fall back and trust and become like a person who was more full of faith and who like let go of the manuals in her life or, uh, you know, trying to attain perfection. So, um, so, you know, we discovered that through the South and North node and for anyone who's listening in, Uh, We all have a North and South node in our astrological charts. And it's a point that is very telling about uh, the energy that we tend to defer to and the energy that we are actually really here to master. And with Sam, I remember you in particular, you have a Virgo South node, which means, you know, lists, organization, perfection, manuals, the exact numbers, uh, habits that make, you know, processes um, streamlined, um, uh, you know, a, a lot of organizing when in reality, your North node is, is in Pisces and Pisces is all about trust flowing, going with the flow, releasing, letting go of any sense of perfection or criticism. So tell me a little bit about how you felt when you discovered that, how did you feel about knowing that about yourself? So it, it kind of felt like, um, coming home in a way, because I, I am, my sun sign is an Aquarius and just my natural, um, way of being is, you know, creative, a little bit all over the place, um, and just free flowing and a little even detached. So I thought all of that was wrong. And I was really honing in on that, like try to be a list maker and strategic and all that, because I thought that was the right way to be. And I was fighting against the natural flow of who I am and what my life is. And it was really frustrating. So once you were like, enough with the lists, let's, <laughs> let's, let's do, you know, soul work instead of goal work. And I started to just feel so much better. So much of the anxiety just fell away. And it was just kind of like 
cutting the fat off your life of, of things you think you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think also, you know, it helps to know that for someone who like you is like, you know, I want to get it right. I want to do things right. To be told to surrender and to kind of let go can feel a little bit like, oh, but then that means that I'm not taking action. When in reality, surrendering is an act of action for you. And it is something that you actively um, have to do, right? Yes. By doing nothing, I cleared so much space in my life emotionally and in relationships and, you know, even around the house, because I'm not starting a million projects or a million things that I interjected in and couldn't finish because it's not in alignment with who I really am or what my purpose is. So by taking a step back, I cleared up so much and made so much room for things like joy and creating and rest and healing. Yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful. I think that's been like, you know, one of the keys to the success that you've had is really noting that I'm, I'm going to let all of that drama go and I'm just going to allow myself to be who I am and to really surrender to the type of, you know, the person that I am, I'm creative, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm free. I like to, you know, surrender to things and let the magic happen. So for you, I think, I think that that was really wonderful and watching you make the switch. I think, um, from my perspective, it was, beautiful to watch because I could see that once you released your idea of who you were supposed to be, right? Like organized, everything's in order. Kids are, you know, perfectly like ready to go. The house is spick and span clean. When I saw you release like that, um, that standard that you were holding yourself to, it was beautiful that you actually emerged better. It became right. like a, a much better version of you. Right. And right. it was like, you released that stress and that anxiety. So I love, I loved watching that from my point of view. I thought that that was beautiful. Now for you, what do you think in this process of like coaching and spiritual development and growing your practice what do you think has been the biggest breakthrough in the journey for you? So I was thinking about this and I've had a few and I think finding some faith in my life, something to believe in other than my own surroundings was such a breakthrough because it takes so much pressure off. I was kind of playing my own God and trying to make all these like miracles and things and things happen when I, they were happening for me, but I was getting in the way by trying to be the one to do it. So having that faith that things are going to work out and that I am going to have this like miraculous life was really helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, and it took away a lot of fear I had of, you know, think that things might be going on outside of the scope of <laughs> knowledge of, you know, what I can see. So I had a lot yeah. of fear of even considering that. Mm-hmm. Now I've just kind of opened up the possibility that, you know, the universe is really working and working around me and I'm working with it. Um, mm-hmm. That was a big thing. Another 
thing was in my personal life, not everything needs a response. Not everything needs an action. I don't have to engage with everything. And there's a difference between being feisty and being triggered all the time. (laughs) So I, you know, I definitely feel better in those aspects. And, um, also I, didn't have to feel bad about being who I am. I'm, Mm -hmm. I have a lot of logical people in my life and Mm -hmm. that's great. And that's a gift, but I don't have to be like that. I Mm -hmm. still want to talk about random things that might not matter to everyone. I don't have to put myself in a box. Yeah. Because no one was asking me to either. Yeah. That was a realization. Yeah, it was, it was self, um, you were putting yourself there and not others. I, I, the first thing you said about, um, like seeing, you know, growing your faith and, and kind of seeing, you know, that there's more and feeling like there's more to life. Um, there was something that you mentioned to me at some point and I thought, oh my gosh, that is mad. Like that is magical. And that is something that I think will help a lot of people listening in to kind of say, let me explore that. And it was um, that you said, you know, you, you have a choice. Um, I have a choice. I can either look at life as, you know, having all of this magic, this serendipity and all of this beauty, or I could not either way things are going to happen. But if, you know, I can choose to see them with a sense of magic and wonder and, you know, and faith. And I thought that is so that is such a wonderful observation and such a wonderful thing to, to capture and to say to yourself, because we all have that choice, right? Like we can look at a day and look at it and say like, oh man, you know, I'm late for work. It's raining. I'm having this sort of day. And, you know, all of this craziness is going on around me. Or we can say like, you know, the universe is working to make sure that I don't get in trouble. Maybe that I don't take the wrong exit. Maybe that, you know, I, I, I don't arrive, you know, at a certain destination that I don't get in an accident. There's so much we can change our perspective about how we see life and that change alone can make such a huge difference. Right. So I love when you said that. And I thought that that was like, yes, people need to hear that. It's changed my life too, because I get bored or I thought I was getting bored so easily. So I thought I had to fill my life with all these like exciting events and all these things. And it was exhausting and draining. Mm -hmm. And now if it's Tuesday and a bird flies over my head and I get a certain (laughs) feeling and I'm like, that's my grandmother, then you know, (laughs) grandmother. And I'm deciding that because it makes, makes me engage in something outside of Mm -hmm. what I know. Yeah. I think it it allows our, um, our inner child to play a little bit more too. You know, we, and you have a a great, you know, inner child who loves to play and who loves creativity. So I think that if we could all kind of take on a little bit more of that energy, we would be, you know, in a, in a much better mood at least, and with a better um, perspective and positive outlook on our lives is to let our inner child play. Like, yeah, maybe it's a regular bird and it's just flying up to that tree, or maybe it's yeah. my spirit guide coming to tell me right. like, 
hey, you know, uh, think about what you're doing or I'm here to see you or I just want to say hi. We can make life magical or we can make it, you know, just what it is. And I think looking at it with magic is always more beneficial to our inner child. So I love when you said that. And I think that that was that was a wonderful, um, you know, realization. So. I know that you're actively working on um, getting like your own certification and starting your own business. Can you tell me a little bit more about how you landed on on that, uh, what it is, what are you trying to do next and what are like your best, you know, hopes and wishes for what you're doing next? How did you land on that purpose? This was another thing, just like the coaching that all just kind of happened overnight. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I had dreamed about doing this and getting my uh, nutrition therapy um, certification for a long time. And it was just always something that I was going to do. I was going to do. And then one day I just was like, oh, I'm going to do it today. So I signed up and Again, it was just taking on a lot of stuff, but I knew it would be harder not to when I had that feeling to do it than to do it. So um, I am receiving my nutrition therapy certification. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what I really want to bring to my program is a lot of the therapy aspects and using food and nutrition as a support. Um, but really working on individuality with these people and everyone has a story around food. It could be, you know, around a trauma response or an eating disorder or cultural things or just anything people have stuff about food. So Mm -hmm. If they need support, I want to be able to give that to them. I want them to look inward and see what's stopping them from, you know, being their best selves from a health aspect and what their actual goals are. Mm -hmm. Do they really want to change the way they're eating because of society or is it because they're not feeling their best? I want to get deep with my clients and figure Mm -hmm. out that together. And I want to support them from a soul aspect. I want to get to the root of what they want, the best way to get it and cut out all the shame about not being this one size fits all Mm -hmm. um, that we have in society. I love that. So I, I know that you, um, have gone through some of the things that you are, uh, that make up part of what your business is going to be yourself, right? You've struggled a little bit with your relationship with food and, and how you, you know, how you see yourself versus how other people see you. So I know that you've worked on this on your own. Um, and it's funny because a lot of times when people will come to me, they'll say like, what is my purpose? You know, what is it that I'm meant to do? And I'll always say like, your purpose is already in your stories and in what you've been working through your whole life. First, you get the struggle. And then, you know, once you overcome the struggle, you can really see what your purpose is. So do you find that that has been your journey toward finding your purpose? Like knowing that it was a struggle for you? Absolutely. I, you know, I always had this 
not, I sometimes have this like, why me mentality? Why isn't it easy for me? And, you know, through the coaching now I'm like, why me? And then I sit down and try to figure out why, because there's answers in that, in those questions. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I always had kind of a up and down with my body image or relationships with food. And I thought I have to be strict with myself. I have to be perfect with myself or else I deserve to not, you know, so I want to cut that out for my clients and really have them be motivated and empowered, but be gentle on themselves because that shame is, is not going to get you where you need to be. And if it does, it's not going to keep you there. You have to walk yourself to your goal and get there and sit with who you really are. So that, and even struggles with fertility I've had issues with. So I know it all, was just building blocks to getting me where I needed to be. And that's, you know, relatable to other people and and Mm -hmm. empathetic and understanding. Yeah, no, spot on. And like I said, you're going to be amazing at it. So I am looking forward to watching your journey and to, you know, seeing wherever all of this work that you've put in for yourself um, ultimately goes for you. And I know it's going to be a really, really positive place. So I'm excited for you. You know I'm that excited. I am. <laughs> You'll be with me. Absolutely. <laughs> so any other, any other uh, kind of less, uh, you know, advice or, um, you know, insight for anyone who is looking for, uh, a, you know, a coach or who is, uh, thinking of working maybe with, you know, therapist, counselor, coach, any, anything that you want to tell someone who might be listening in and is wondering about their own, uh, mental health and development. My advice would just be invest in yourself because it comes back in so many ways. And, it, you can dig yourself out of these tough situations. You have to have faith. You have to believe in yourself and you have to have support. So, and friends and family are such amazing support systems, but Mm -hmm. to sometimes have an outside perspective and see yourself in a different light is all it takes. So invest in yourself, be gentle with yourself and get to really know yourself, the real you And don't be shy about any of the things that maybe you didn't like or are trying to change and realizing that those are part of who you are and that's what makes you special and keep them. It's good. Just polish (laughs) up a little maybe. (laughs) They're a part of your power. Every part of who you are is a part of your power. So yeah, I love that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Sam, I've enjoyed having you as my first client spotlight. Like I said, you are, you know, an example of what, uh, you know, coaches look for in their clients, someone willing to put, you know, put the work in for themselves and they see the the rewards and the benefits the way you have. So I love you so much. And you know that I, that I appreciate you as my soul sister, as my client, as all of that stuff. So thank you so much for coming on to this podcast and for, you know, opening the conversation. And I hope that if anyone is, you know, for anyone who's listening in, that they, uh, that they've gotten 
bits and pieces of information and advice and have felt, you know, the energy coming through from you. (laughs) I thank you so much, Sam. Uh, You're welcome. Uh, If you are um, on Instagram, I would love anyone listening in to follow me at uh, at Believe It Coach. Or if you have any questions for me about today's episode or about Sam and maybe her upcoming uh, uh, program, which she's launching, you can email me um, on info at believeitlifecoaching.com. And I love you. I will see you all next time on Third Eye Talks. Bye-bye. You won't regret it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to Third Eye Talks, a podcast for the spiritual junkie brought to you by Believe It Life Coaching. Follow us on Instagram at Believe It Coach or visit our website for more information. Believe It Life Coaching dot com.